humming one of the vocal cords. Casually sinking into mm-hmm. harmonization together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know where we were going with that. <laughs> Y'all, this is the most Claire and Emily esque podcast. We're sitting with our feet on the grounding mat. Well, I'm a little short to get my feet there. We just had cake. We just had cake. We have the vibe light going on up here in the office. Yeah, set that scene. We have our salted water. We do, yes. We both ate our protein for the day. (laughs) Yep, you brought turkey over. Yep. (laughs) And this is how we do life. And I was unwell because I tried to work out without having my protein first, my ground beef, and I'm in my luteal mid-workout wondering would I feel better if I finished my workout or if I just went home and like had a cry you know those kinds of workouts oh a thousand percent (laughs) I did not know you were in your luteal phase that adds to the situation Mm -hmm. so much it does damn dude and you're like doing deadlifts and you're you're gym baddie you're a muscle mommy (laughs) like you really are I know like people listening to this if you follow Claire she doesn't talk about it often but like she's dope in the gym guys I went and worked out with him for Thanksgiving, and let's just say I have a lot of room for growth. (laughs) (laughs) We learned if you're not making, like, the the crazy face, then you've got room to go, right? Yeah. You've got gas in the tank. You've got gas left in the tank, so make the squishy, not-so-pleasant-looking face, (laughs) and you know you've hit your RPE failure. Yeah. (laughs) Near failure. Gym baddie, hippie, cake enthusiast this is what we call full spectrum thousand percent broad range Mm -hmm. the full (laughs) the full experience (laughs) but yeah i mean speaking of cake this podcast series yes the events everything i'm launching here in 2024 honestly if i track back and connect the dots go to you because it was your birthday cake that started Cake Bay, or it didn't start Cake Bay, but it started my it near, near obsession with yeah. baking cakes, hyperfixation, that then turned into like a mini kind of low-key side hustle. And then I was like, wait a minute, I can use these cakes as like a connection point to build off of. And now we're sitting here and I'm doing things because of your birthday. Pretty wild, really. Kind of wild. But I just had really extreme requirements for my birthday cake. You asked if you could have any cake for your birthday what would it be and I said it has to be dairy and gluten free because I'm an allergy girl and I would love a funfetti cake that's like strawberry vanilla vibes with sprinkles I think I like required that there had to be sprinkles on it you were very specific with the sprinkles and you made a girl's dreams come true (laughs) pulled right through I was like I can't like let you can't let someone down on their birthday you know, it's like I either have to go balls to the walls with this cake and like really make it everything. You can't half-ass it there. But that's just who you are. That's the kind of person you are. You don't half-ass. You put your full ass right into it. <laughs> My full big ass into everything. <laughs> your full dong. <laughs> you were the only one that commented that on that story. But it was funny because once you said it, I was like, oh, it does look pretty like... Juicy. <laughs> It was a juicy angle of your booty. I just didn't want my face in it because it was like bright red from running. So I was like, oh, let's do like a backside angle. And then you sent that. I was like, oh, yeah, it does look a little. Now I'm mad about it. Little. Work your angles. Promiscuous, you know. <laughs> it's okay. The people that could have seen it didn't see it. So we're fine. 
Anywho, welcome to Let's Thrive. This is our January episode. If you're listening in tune with the dates on the calendar. (laughs) Why did we eat cake before this? Oh my God, my brain is like spinning. But anywho, we're here. I actually, I thought of that. Yeah, and then I was like, "This would add some flair to the episode." Yeah, actually. I'm already loving it. Recording, I'm loving it already. I recorded <laughs> an episode last week, and I listened back, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I sound so deadpan and like not jazzed on life." Yeah. Here we've got the flair. I know you do bring your radio voice oh, on the you. pod. Yeah, you're thank like, you. Hello, <laughs> hello, welcome back <laughs> to Let's Thrive the Podcast. I'm your host Emily Vichels, and today I'm here with Claire Alilla. Yeah. For episode two, What's round that? two. Bit of a rambly start, but it's to invest you guys into the episode. So, anywho, we are here today because I wanted to create a sort of like podcast and events, if you're here in Austin, series where I can hopefully connect you all listening with the people and the modalities and the experiences that have like shifted my life and helped me make a complete 180 360 turn of things in the past like year of life and so we're starting with the modality that started everything for me which was breath work and you as we discussed in our first episode like my journey my breath work journey with you was the, the first big journey I did with breath and it was such a like breakthrough for everything to come and just sort of like I feel opened me up for everything that has transpired in this past year especially and so it only felt right obviously that we kick this off with you and so to start off I'd love to just hear like in your own perspective and experiences and just like knowledge as a facilitator how does breath work like connect us to ourselves, to the world around us, to emotions, like what is it about breathwork that is such a connector piece for us in all of our own individual ways? Well, the breath is the first thing that you do when you come into this world and breath is the last thing you do as you leave and it connects every moment in between. And your breath is also one of the only the only experiences within your body that you can do both consciously and unconsciously. And so what I like to come back to is that most people, you know, think about breath work. And I think we talked about this a lot in our previous episode of like, oh, I already know how to breathe. Like, why do I need to do that? And I love, I get really excited about how breath work's popping off right now because so many people are running these unconscious survival patterns and coping mechanisms and I have to catch myself in them all the time too. But when we can use our breath to make space for feeling and for being with what's there, that's when energy can get freed up for creation. Because when all your energy, let's say you've got a feeling and then you're resisting that feeling because it's inconvenient or you're judging it or you've got a layer of shame around it because it's like, fuck, I wish I, like I thought I worked through this thing already, then it only adds more contraction around the feeling and your body-mind system is trying to regulate it. It's trying to process this feeling, but your mind is resisting it and getting in the way. And so that energy just keeps going and going and going, getting sent to try to regulate 
all these other processes in the body like when you holding when people hold chronic stress uh, that ends up affecting their gut and they Mm -hmm. end up with brain fog and they end up with skin issues and ibs and like all of these things when if you could actually just prioritize being regulated among other things supporting yourself physically then energy gets freed up because your system's regulated and you can start to direct that energy into what i get really amped about which is creative life force like when you're not stuck in the version of you that is just fighting through life what are you going to do with that energy like what are you going to do with that time what do you want to create what do you want life to look like and that's what i get super amped about with sharing breath work with world snaps for that <laughs> little mini portal vortex to start things <laughs> off oh my lord so i'm so grateful you're in my life i'm like you talk about anything and i'm learning new stuff but yeah that got me thinking like when you were saying the last bit there also like how many of us take that like outward approach first like you're mentioning the the gut the chronic stress stuff the health issues all these things and greens powders yes and colostrum and like how many powders and pills can i add into my life precisely or like how much more hit can i do or like like we we use movement too like we and i'm i'm saying this speaking from my own personal experience and i've had to check myself especially these last few weeks as i've had just like a little gut flare-up and i noticed that i was putting all my focus and energy and direction on these like outward things and then one day I did a little breathwork practice and I just felt my like entire system I just felt how fucking contracted and like wound up I was Mm -hmm. even though I didn't quote unquote like feel like I was when I finally like quieted down got still connected with my breath and connected with my actual body and self I realized how like tight and wound up I was and I just like breathed through it and I created that space and then like from that session I've just been kind of repeating that like daily honestly and I felt such a shift already with my like mm-hmm. gut my skin my sleep and so it's just such an important reminder of that like what is it there's that saying too of like outward in oh as as within so without or yeah I'm trying I don't know I was thinking of something else there's a quote I heard the other day but it was just like another way to sum up this concept of like when you are viewing the world just like so outwardly versus like going through that inward world first it just shifts so much so i love that breath is such a like connection and portal to that like entire world within us and like everything that's being stored and kept there and there's so much to explore right and i think a lot of people are afraid to go into breath work because they're afraid of what they might find Mm. And sometimes people don't even realize they're afraid. It's more of a subconscious pattern of recognizing that maybe when they were little and they would feel or have big emotions, they were shut down or rejected or love was taken away. And so we develop these subconscious, um, it's like subconscious armor. You know, if I, if I feel too much or I express in this way, then people won't love me the same. And so we block that even within ourselves because there's so much judgment and shame that's been projected around feeling. And, oh, if I feel angry, what does that mean about me? Mm-hmm. If, I, if I cry again, oh, what does that mean about me? 
but life's so good. Why, like, I shouldn't feel sad. It's all of these beliefs that we hold. And so I get excited when people are brave enough, first of all, to go into breath work and explore that inner world because there's, yes, there's emotions that get to be processed, which is amazing. But you've also had really profound experiences of what comes beyond the emotional processing. Because when you're doing that on a regular basis, then breathwork starts to get to become more about expansion and creation and connection to higher power and Mm -hmm. to past loved ones or, you know, whatever sort of energy you believe in beyond that. And it gets to be more of an exciting game rather than just like trying to stay regulated all the time. Mm, that's such an important like point to bring up as well because I'm like thinking back now to the beginning of my journey with breath work and I did have I didn't think it was fear at the time I'm like why am I why would I be afraid to breathe right but I had so much resistance and it was like that resistance that kept me from doing it for months and months and months until I finally hit like a breaking point and did it and I remember like the first few months that I started doing like daily breath work or just some like bigger experiences and I would just be like when is the emotional stuff gonna stop when am I gonna quit bawling my eyes out and like every session or or feel so angry whatever would come up and then eventually like it did get to the point where I feel like I'm in a season now where yeah sometimes I go into breath and I start crying or nothing really happens and it's just like a little mind reset body reset but more and more I'm having opportunities and like experiences where I can connect with like a creative idea mm-hmm. or I do feel like so connected to a higher power and to past loved ones and just like a deeper version of like soul and self honestly so it is cool to also take into account like there can be an evolution within that journey as well and yeah I just feel like it brings up what you need to work through in the moment and some of us have a lot of emotions to work through <laughs> and to be with I suppose well life is emotional yeah. and somebody asked me this question recently on an Instagram live that I did and the question was if I have to process emotions all the time does that mean that those emotions are valid or am I stuck in a healing trap mm. and I was like oh that's actually a really good question because there sometimes people do get stuck in that trap of like like the dopamine release of having a big emotional cry or something like that. Um, I would say that is pretty rare that it's like a healing trap. I'd say most often feelings are valid and just go on into it and give yourself that space. But yeah, it is interesting how much potential is possible when you go beyond just trying to be regulated. And I'm curious to hear from you because I've been talking more and more lately about quote unquote self energy and how important it is to spend time in self energy. And you mentioned just in that little blurb you were sharing before about how you felt like you could tap into more of your like self, like your mm-hmm. authentic self. So I'm curious for you if you can put words to that because sometimes I even struggle to describe like what does that actually feel like so that people can better understand. I love that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like it's been the past few months I just found myself referring to this, like, capital S self. And it was in, 
what, what immediately came to mind when you asked that question was this time when I was just in a really dark place this past summer and I was just doing like all this breath work and somatic release just like you know kind of approaching it like something just fix me something just like make me feel better and then after a while you know I started shifting perspective and I was just like okay I need a bit of compassion here a bit of curiosity like there let's take a different approach to this and I just remember at this one point having this little like breathwork session where you know eyes closed and I was just like floating like lo- like kind of lost in the sauce and I just felt this like almost like like a people say like higher version but just like another version of me step forward and just like place her hand like right up to my like mm-hmm. eye, like third eye like forehead I just felt this like wave of compassion and like relief and I just automatically was like oh that's self this is this like yeah like I find myself fumbling for words for it but there's just this this like part of me or like that most authentic version of me sees me for me and like sees how the mind's working like it's just like another almost like perspective of everything and maybe like the most authentic perspective of everything and so lately like when I do go into breath or meditation or any of my practices or even in like waking day hours right if I'm out on a walk I try to just sort of remind remind myself and remember that I'm not just the mind mm-hmm. and I like even now I'm like fumbling of like how do I describe this but this like self capital S self the self energy it's not just me being alone but it's like me just trying to like connect with that part of me that is not consumed by the mind and mm-hmm. thoughts if that makes like any mm-hmm. sense at all feels like connecting back to my heart space I mm-hmm. guess could be a way of saying it and yeah I guess just like sort of self as in like I am by myself and self as in like the part of me like beyond just the mind and the thoughts yeah it's like your spirit is like encapsulating you and being like this is what it feels like to be your purest self yeah and to be in your heart it's a really good feeling (laughs) yeah right (laughs) yeah we love it (laughs) yeah and I'd be curious if you have like a different way of describing it or if you were like you said sometimes you struggle to describe it and even if you have thoughts of like if there's conscious and subconscious parts like playing there because I wanted Mm -hmm. to ask you that earlier too for people that might not be familiar with like the subconscious part of things like you were saying earlier a lot of these emotions and cycles and things we get in are subconscious Mm -hmm. level meaning that like it's it's like ingrained in us almost versus the conscious mind so if you have any like of your own words for what that self energy means to you and then do you think part of that is this like balance between like tapping to the subconscious and the conscious Mm -hmm. yeah I I see it as a blend of the physical and the emotional the spiritual the mental all of these parts of you are activated in different ways within breath work so on a physical level you're activating the limbic brain which processes emotions and feelings and memories outside of linear time So when you go into activated breath work, which is for anyone who hasn't experienced it before, it's a connected breath in and out through the mouth, like that's what we're talking about here. 
And when you go into that pattern of breath for an extended period of time, you're activating that limbic part of your brain, which processes emotions outside of time. So you can start to feel emotions that might not even make sense to you in the present moment because let's say you're going into breath work and you're starting to feel this anger arise and you're like why am i feeling this i have i don't have anything to be angry about well maybe not now but maybe that part of you three years ago when you're going through a nasty breakup and you never fully processed that maybe that part of you needs some love right now because you never gave her that space before or it could be anything else. So on a physical level, there are energy storages in the body. This is why people go to acupuncture and people do all sorts of things to help energy move freely within the body. And you can think of that as really woo-woo, but really what is energy? It's just electricity, it's electrons. We, we balance our electrons when we stand barefoot on the grass. That's why Emily and I have our feet on a grounding yeah, mat right now. On it. <laughs> supporting our physical bodies <laughs> so then on an emotional level you're you get to harmonize these emotions you get to free up that space on a mental level that's where we start to tap into the subconscious that you mentioned mm-hmm. so what's happening in breath work on a mental level is similar to what might happen during a psychedelic experience where your default mode network the way that your brain operates on a daily basis it starts to shift so that part of the brain where people you would expect like if you're in a psychedelic experience or breath work they would expect more activity in the brain but in this particular area activity actually decreases so mm-hmm. your normal let's call it anxious thoughts or like ruminating thoughts or wandering mind actually starts to quiet and more connections get formed between parts of the brain that don't typically have access to each other. There's usually not much electric activity happening between these other parts of the brain. And so you start to be able to see things from a new perspective because there's literally activity happening in your brain that doesn't normally happen. So that's where you get that sort of euphoric or like epiphany sort of experience where you're like, whoa, I didn't even realize this before. Mm. Or whoa, I never thought about it that way. Or whoa, I thought it was option A or option B, but what if it was option C? And that's really exciting. Mm -hmm. So I find that with breath work on a subconscious level, there's not much that you even have to do to like access that, which is a relief because I went through so many, so much training with NLP, like neuro-linguistic programming and affirmations and all this stuff where I found it a little stressful to have to like keep track of all these little hacks of getting inside well, your subconscious. Right, and to, so the, the hacks you're talking about are that like affirmations... Like, those are things speaking to the logic, yeah. conscious brain. Yes. Because that speaks in language. Uh-huh. And then the subconscious, like, you can't tell yourself to feel better and have your subconscious respond to that, yeah. right? So that's where, like, breath work or, like, NLP, like, you have to find, like, hacks. Words for it. To get right. there. Okay. So and versus, like, just doing a practice like this where you automatically are tapping into the subconscious. Yeah, it's automatic. What a relief, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much easier. <laughs> That's so cool. Like I 
had never thought of that like the mental aspect of it like you said it's connecting different parts of the brain and like Mm -hmm. taking electricity and energy to those areas that we might otherwise never connect to or tap into and thus we have like new revelations and new connections like in our waking life as well from that Mm -hmm. that's like a really neat crossover transfer from there too yeah so I find that anytime if I notice I'm trying to think really hard about something and just like not arriving at a conclusion and I can usually notice it because I'm starting to feel frustrated like why can't I think about this in my way I'm like oh I need breath work (laughs) that's what I need right now yep that's I've found for me too if they're if I'm like overthinking something if I'm feeling like stuck or blocked but also lately I've been picking up on just the days when I feel like off Mm. right I wanted to ask like your perspective of this too because earlier we were mentioning like when you feel these emotions and you want to you know you're like why am I angry why am I sad but also like the times when you don't know what the fuck you're feeling like I feel that so often and I'm like I just feel off Mm -hmm. something feels wrong I don't know what it is and I find myself then moving into frustration right but I don't think that's the actual seed the actual core emotion there and so lately when I'm taking note of those times and days I'll just check in with myself like am I actually like breathing or am I holding my breath Mm -hmm. (laughs) is my energy like all sporadic and crazy right now what's going on and then I'll sit in breath work you know even if it's a couple minutes and maybe the emotion comes up I'm like oh wow I didn't realize how sad I was feeling today or the emotion comes up and I might still not be able to really place what it is Mm -hmm. but I can just feel my body's like processing something so why do you think it is that sometimes we can't identify those emotions like is that just because we can't always like know what's happening or are we like actually blocked in some ways from feeling that like what exactly it is we're experiencing Mm -hmm. I mean every situation is so different right because sometimes it'll just be a cloudy day and I'm like damn I miss the sun (laughs) (laughs) but I might go the whole day just feeling off until I finally realize oh it's just cloudy outside you Mm know And so it definitely depends on the day, but I think what you mentioned plays a huge part of it around resisting a feeling and that creates the confusion. Because I'd say nine times out of 10, if you can just make space for the feeling, you could probably pinpoint it. But sometimes we're so fixated on going about our day and having a smooth day that we don't want the inconvenience of feeling a perceived negative emotion to get in the way of that. Even though, ironically, if we just felt that, we'd have a better day. Mm -hmm. But sometimes also, there's just nothing to label. Like, we don't have to label everything as this or that. And I think that's part of the practice, too, is getting to take away the labels and just feel. Like, actually feel and explore all of the edges and textures and colors of the feeling without needing to put a name on it fair yeah that makes me I mean there's even the times where I'll sit with breath and I it's like I feel 50 emotions come up you know like Mm. it's just like one after the other and it's not necessarily bad and it's not necessarily good but it's just like letting myself release what needs to be released process what's coming up and I don't actually know like what the fuck just happened there there's like (laughs) rainbow of emotions that just like came up you know it's just like I guess yeah letting it kind of be what it is Mm-hmm. with this journey I've personally been on like going back to the roots there this year has been a motto that's come up for me a lot has been like feel to heal 
mm-hmm. you know, and reminding myself that like, okay, I'm feeling a lot of big emotions and that's okay because I'm healing. Blah, 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 blah. So anyway, that phrase has been like very, it just like pops up all the time, whether I'm hearing it in a podcast or I'm saying it to myself, whatever it is. And just a little bit ago, you made a post about feel to heal and you had written feel it to heal it only works when you know what you need and actually practice it. Mm-hmm. And then you created an amazing carousel slide that I just absolutely love. <laughs> and I really wanted to talk to you about here in the podcast about like what it kind of takes to act feel to heal. And you created this little like formula that goes into just like how you would sort of like advise people find that like feel to heal mm-hmm. mentality. So can you to share like your insights, what that post was all about, because I really feel like it's a just a really nice perspective shift for anyone that's like really feeling it, really healing it, kind of like deep in this type of thing. Yeah, for sure. So I made this post because I personally know that some people get frustrated by the non-linear journey that is self-discovery and growth and becoming an emotionally mature individual. And part of the post said, if you did breath work once and still wondering why you're still anxious, it's because there's more to this work than scattered one-off sessions. And that's really what I see. um, Honestly, like if people could do scattered one-off sessions, that'd be better than probably what most of the population's doing. But um, people who do get into breath work, you know, they, they mostly will do maybe one, they'll sit down and do breath work like once a month and that's their journey and they're, it's perfect. They're on their path, but I wanted to provide a framework for people to better understand, you know, if you want to consistently feel regulated and just like we talked about toward the beginning of this episode, not just be doing breath work to process emotions and get through the gunk and just like come back to baseline, but you actually feel excited to use this modality in a way that can ignite inspiration and a fire under your ass to create something really cool for your life, then how would I go about that? So I created this framework that's a balance of deep therapeutic work and daily clarity practices. And it's not one or the other, but it's both. And you've been really good about this this year and like finding a balance. And I know it's a journey of like finding the right cadence and there's different cadences for different seasons of life. But I would really encourage you listening to find a balance between these two that works for you in this season of your life. So the first is deep therapeutic work and the second is daily clarity practices so deep therapeutic work i would describe as something that you're probably doing with a facilitator it's probably at least going to be an hour maybe more you're going into some deep processing of emotions or memories or going into a space of deep healing and that could look like a breathwork journey that could look like somatic experiencing it it could look like a really deep therapy session Um, it could look like going to a healing immersion or maybe doing a ceremony of some sorts and that's deep work but there's nuance to this because some people get hooked 
on this deep work. So if your healing journey, I would say, feels like a roller coaster where you'll have really high peaks of being like on a roll and then you completely drop off with your practices or maybe you like go to a therapy session once every couple months and you feel really good for a couple weeks and then you drop off and then you go back and then you drop off and it feels like a roller coaster or a lot of people here in Austin they'll like go to a breathwork class or they'll go do like a mushroom journey or something and be high on the high on life but they won't commit to the daily practices that are necessary to sustain that growth then yeah your healing journey is going to feel like a roller coaster so if that's you then i would recommend grounding that in with daily clarity practices which could be daily breath work or meditation or tapping or grounding touch vocal toning journaling um, grounding, dancing, shaking, or I really lately have been loving going for silent walks. Silent meaning I don't have any input, but I have a voice note going and I'll just audio like free flow voice note. I've really been loving that. The best. So that's one way to look at it. On the flip side, if your healing journey has been feeling like a slow burn where you feel like you're making progress but you're feeling like it should be a lot faster than how it's been going then you're probably more consistent with daily clarity practices but haven't yet delved into like a really deep therapeutic practice or session with somebody so if that's the case then i would recommend if you feel ready if you feel up for it then sign up for a one-to-one breathwork journey or, or explore what it might look like to um, work with a facilitator in a really safe setting and like a psychedelic experience because there's so much amazing research happening around that right now. Um, and that's really what I encourage people take a look at is how is life feeling for you on this path of like, exploring all these different amazing modalities is it feeling really up and down and chaotic is it feeling just like a really slow burn growth curve or are you feeling really good because it's a balance between those two for sure thousand percent and i can see like the shift has been massive for me since finding that balance and flow between you know like the deeper work when it opportunity arises or when i seek it out but then also that daily practice like the consistency mm-hmm. that so many of us can apply to you know we're consistent with our workouts or we're consistent with the way we eat or other habits that we do whether you know they're for our ultimate good or not <laughs> so it's just like applying that same consistency to like hear it to see the like type of growth and change you want and a beautiful like represent I guess I, I sometimes forget that I'm like so in this world, you know? And it was really cool because a few weeks ago, you and our friend Tay mm-hmm. had an amazing like immersive retreat for five women. And what was really cool is that it was an experience where these women could have a deep, deep journey. And you guys were so certain and sure to make sure that they were educated and well-versed and practiced in the daily practices and like this consistency to take home with them and Mm -hmm. so that they could have the massive breakthrough 
have that big release, remove the blocks, you know, the like, like you said, the dopamine, like kind of like the dopamine of like, mm-hmm. wow, I feel amazing after this. <laughs> and I'm healed. I'm healed. Oh my God, life is it's great. Yeah, it's a miracle. Praise me. And then it's like that few weeks later, it's just like, what the fuck? I'm like back where I started. I'm but, back in my luteal phase. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. But like y'all just were so great at, I mean, you know, doing it with them while they were still in the retreat, but then just like making sure that like they understood the importance of that like integration and like the daily practices when they went home. And, you know, I'm still in touch with some of these women and I can mm-hmm. see like they're going with it and they're sticking with it. And it's such a like beautiful, just like representation of everything we're talking about here is like you can have both and having both the deep and the daily is just like, it's like the secret sauce, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it just streamlines things so much easier than like only chasing the dopamine rush of the deep work or kind of like staying at that like smooth baseline of just the daily, not surface level, but like more mellow work without yeah. maybe removing like a big block or something. And I'd say that's where I was really finding myself for a while before I started. Yeah, mostly before I started my breathwork training last year. I was really committed to my daily meditations. I was going for walks. I was like taking care of myself for sure, but I was craving like, like I knew there was more that I could access and breath work was an enormous catalyst for that. And when I did that breathwork training, you know, having a big journey every other week for nine months, 18 hour long breathwork journeys over the course of nine months, like that's a lot of deep therapeutic work. And that really opened my eyes to how much growth I was leaving on the table by not regularly accessing a state of mind and body and soul that can tap into greater wisdom than like my conscious mind can. It just can. And that's okay. My conscious mind serves its purpose, but I was avoiding going into those states because I knew it would be deep work, but that's where all the freaking magic was. Thousand percent. And I guess, did you, cause you were in a training for it, mm-hmm. you know, you were like doing this, this training, but did you still feel like, I guess you did say you felt the resistance, but I guess like for anyone that's like listening to this and like, okay, this is great. I like, I know I want to do it. And I've, I've tried to be consistent before. I've like tried to do my breath work every day and I just like can't stick with it. Or so it seems they can't stick with it. Do you have any advice? Like, does that look like finding some sort of accountability, whether that's like investing in a program or, you know, working with somebody or whatever it is, like how can people like make, you know, make this stick and ultimately it's, up to them and they have to do it Mm -hmm. but what helped you really like make that shift and create it into something that just feels like a natural go-to for you I love this question and (laughs) I love the answer I'm about to give to (laughs) and the answer is to make it fun and make it playful Mm. and I'm, I'll totally acknowledge that sometimes that's just not the vibe for the world. Like sometimes it's like really deep grief, your process. Sometimes, you know, it's not an appropriate frequency to bring yeah. like playfulness and lightness. There's, there's room for the shadow and for the depths too. But I'd say for most people, 
could really benefit from bringing more play and curiosity into their healing. And that's where I found more consistency because listen, if I know I'm going to go into a practice and it's just going to be shit the whole time and I'm just going to be a sad girl, like I'm not going to want to do it on a regular basis. But if I know that I can go into a practice and I can put some vibey music on and I can light my Palo Santo and make it a vibe, then I'm going to want to come back to it. And so making it playful is the first recommendation I would have. Also, yes, if you can find accountability, do that. Within my virtual membership, Clarity Lab, I just offered a 20 day, 20 days of clarity free challenge. And it's been so cool to see how these women who live all across the world, mind you, have come together and have been supporting each other and inspiring each other and just dropping in every day. Hey, here's what I did for my daily clarity. And just to be able to see what each different woman was doing for her daily clarity that day would inspire me like, oh yeah, I could like go for a walk right now or oh, Mm -hmm. like Carolyn's uh, journaling. Yeah, I want to journal too. I actually didn't think of that today. So just to have some sort of accountability, even if it's with a friend um, or a sibling or your partner, like that's such a good way to merge that practice, like embed it into your daily life. I love that. And I love that you did that, like the 20 days of clarity and created that space because it does make it more fun and you can have outward perspectives for it. And I I love what you brought up, like that aspect of play and fun, because I know for a fact, I've said at some point, if not many times, like, oh, I was going to do some breath work, but I just didn't really feel like crying. (laughs) And it's like, what the fuck? Like, oh my Lord, it does not always have to be sad girl vibes. The way you have shifted breath work for me by incorporating music and tapping and then me picking up naturally of like, Sometimes I'm in the middle of breath work and I get up and I start dancing. Yeah. Or I'm shaking or I'm humming or I'm vocal toning. Like it becomes fun and playful. Uh-huh. And lately, like this past month, that has been the biggest shift is like incorporating those aspects of play, like letting myself start humming and doing vocal toning, get up and dance, shake it off. Just let yourself be like a bit more free in it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be super rigid, sitting like back super straight. Be in the moment, like be in what comes up. And so I love, I hadn't even thought of it that way, but like it is incorporating fun and play into it. I'm just like a lighter energy overall. There's so many words that you just touched on, like free and play and joy and fun. Like these are the frequencies of creation. Hmm. And there is, there is a benefit to not being afraid of accessing the depths and like you still want to be able to feel comfortable there but when we talk about creating a life that's meaningful for you those are the frequencies that you're going to need to be in in order to be in that spark of energy it's play it's creativity it's joy it's bliss and that's where our mind will naturally start to notice and and really realize what's needed in order to take those next steps in life. And also, sorry, backtracking a little bit, you said, um, what were you saying? You were saying something about not everyone has, not everyone's comfortable like asking someone in their immediate life to support them and accountability. 
and I forget, I often forget how much of a bubble that we're in in like our little friend group and we're all like very health value focused. Like health is our top, like top value, like health and community. And so we're always like eating well together and going for long walks and we don't drink and we like dance and like do breath work together. Yeah, we do breath work together and journal. Talk about our emotions. (laughs) And I forget that not everyone has that and like, a lot of people are craving that. And so that's exactly why Tay and I put together that immersion was to bring women together in that space. And the fact that they've stayed connected and are supporting each other like is the coolest. And if you're listening and you don't have at least one person in your life who's like your ride or die wellness person that you can do all this shit with and not feel weird or awkward asking to like do these things with then get on the internet <laughs> find a friend because that's how emily and i met yep we met on instagram the old gram and i've met like half my friends over the internet i met tay on the internet through a coaching program so don't underestimate the power of online community because if you can get in these like get in a challenge and like meet other women through an accountability challenge or you know join a membership or join a program or go on a retreat you can completely do a 180 on your life just by getting yourself in the right spaces where you can meet people that are wanting to be on that similar path as you that's such an important part that i always even forget to share is like you were my first friend in this space the last two and a half years i've been in austin i didn't have anyone in this space And so I didn't have anyone I talked to these things about. And because of that, I didn't practice them. Like I've been in this world of health and wellness since I was like literally 12 years old. Like I've been aware of all these things for nearly a decade. And yet I didn't start practicing and embracing them and integrating them until I became your friend. And then from there met Susie. Like, Mm -hmm. and then I became part of a community where these parts of me are like, welcome to come up to the surface. And I'm welcome to be this part of me. I'm, this version of me because it's my most honestly authentic self and so like it makes such a difference it could be one person Mm -hmm. and it could be someone that you can like dm on instagram every now and then or somebody in like you said like a accountability program or you go on a retreat or like right now i'm in like a live coaching program and the my friend you know i've now made a friend page in there he's also (laughs) long story but friends with claire like it just it's so wild like you can find community in so many different ways. We are so blessed with the internet in that way. And so, yeah, like I never understood how important connection through community was for everything in life, but especially with like the healing journey. And that is like ultimately why I'm doing this entire series is because it's like that connection of like finding the mentor, finding the facilitator, finding the friend, somebody that speaks the same language Mm -hmm. as you that's in the same interest as you like it's those connections that just like oh they're such a catalyst for so much to come from there so I love that you brought that up and I'm excited about the kind of people that these events you're curating bring in because I mean I might be biased but the people in our lives are pretty dope yeah and I love connecting more people like with my friends because I'm just like you're amazing you're awesome let's like build this tribe 
And I find it's like a very distinct frequency of person who's like spiritual, but also grounded mm-hmm. and like can talk about their feelings, but also like just wants to have a good time yeah. and like really values their health, but also wants to eat cake twice a week. Like <laughs> has to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I get really excited about these, this cake and fill in the blank yeah. series, cake and connection series <laughs> yeah. that you're curating because it's the perfect combination of all of our favorite things but like also not making it exclusive like that's so something that I wanted to make sure as I really started building a life I was excited about that I I didn't make it exclusive where Mm -hmm. I was like clicky and like keeping it all to myself I just want to spread it out to the world I want every woman to to know and feel what it's like to be your most authentic self, just vibing through life, emotionally regulated and in touch with your femininity. Like, it's the coolest thing on the, on the earth. And we get to share that with our community and invite them into the experience. So cake and clarity, man. I think by the time this releases, we'll have already done it, but I'm super excited for it. Yeah, Claire and I are doing a breathwork event here in Austin. Um, and yeah the aspect of like the cake is it is going back to the play fun aspect that you said with breath work that's like my entire intention with this like i i've just seen the way that these like cakes spark joy in people and like the fun playfulness you know and like you said it it does bring this like inclusivity factor to it because i did a cake and kettlebells event a few weeks ago and so many of the people were just like oh i'm here because like i saw there was cake you know and i like cake and then, like, we ended up having this super, like, dope, neat <laughs> drop-in in the beginning about connection. Like, it was just so fun to see that people were like, oh, I like kettlebells, so I'm coming. And I like cake, so I'm coming. And then it's like, surprise, bitches. We're doing some, like, connection <laughs> work. Like, we're going a bit deeper here. And everyone's just, like, dropped in so naturally, yeah. you know? But it wasn't this, like, high-ticket, like, I don't know. It just, I, I feel as though, like you said, that is, like, remaining open aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome is like an interesting place for this for sure. But, but yeah, it is beautiful. And I, yeah, you do like such a great job with that. So I've taken like lots of notes and kudos from you. So, but yeah. Thanks girl. Thanks babe. Doing big things out here. 2024, let's go. Year of abundance. If you're listening, go look up what 2024 is supposed to bring in. Claire and I did the other day. Lots of good stuff. Lots so of it says. <laughs> or so it says. It says 23 was a year for processing, and that it was. 2024, <laughs> year of abundance. Yeah, because 2024, and you're supposed to add up all the numbers, so 2 plus 2 is 4, plus 4 oh. is 8, and 8 is the number of abundance. So take fact check that, but it's true. Yeah, <laughs> we're all calling it in together. Um, something else before we wrap up that mm-hmm. I just wanted to touch on is a bit of a bigger topic, but it came through to me during my luteal phase workout earlier today. So I, I felt it. it had to be shared, which is that when it comes to these daily clarity practices, remember earlier I talked about deep therapeutic work and daily clarity practices. When it comes to the daily clarity practices, There is nothing more important than trusting yourself 
And I think what often can happen when we say we want to meditate every day or we say we want to journal more or we say we want to walk more or we say we want to do our breath work more and then we continually don't do it you're breaking your own word to yourself over and over and over again and if you feel afraid to make big leaps in your life well no duh like you can't even stick to doing breath work every day. So that's not to like put judgment on you, but it's just an opportunity to get really honest because I've really been leaning on this phrase. It's a Ram Dass phrase that truth is love. Truth is love. With yourself, can you get honest with yourself? Can you love yourself enough to be honest about how you're showing up as your best self? and how you're not and there's room to grow. If you're you're with your partner, can you both love each other enough to be honest about your needs in a grounded, clear, loving way? And can you love yourself enough to stick by your word? And when you don't abandon yourself just because things get hard, you no longer shut down when life gets messy. Instead, you face that shit, you own it, And you keep your heart open through the ride of getting back to your most harmonized, pure, authentic self-energy. Damn, dude. (laughs) Luteal feels kind of hot. Luteal feels. Wow. That's like a whole episode in itself right there. Luteal Clara needed to come through there. Yeah, she did. Proud of you. Snaps. Damn. Yeah. I mean, that has been such a massive... Once again, shift. I've said that 50 times this episode, but like even taking it back to what we were saying before, like the consistency aspect of it, like that self-trust, especially I feel like taking it back to the daily practices, like, oof, yeah, you say you're going to do these things and you don't do it time and time again. No wonder it's like feels hard to take the leap or do the thing or like actually be there for yourself. Mm -hmm. Going back to that like capital S self as well, like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, like your self self. Yeah. Wow. Damn. I'm just like taking that in. <laughs> I have so much I could say, but I'm like still processing that. Damn. I love that. Well <laughs> that threw me for a loop, dude. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> I was like my mind I was like, okay, we're wrapping it up, and then you like Drop that truth bomb right there. I'm having a proud friend moment. (laughs) (laughs) Congrats. Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) I have word dyslexia. I have dyslexia. But, um. (laughs) Should we bring it to a close? Yeah, we'll just bring it to a close. I'll cut out these last, like, 30 seconds of clevering. I'm just like, damn. You, like, I just. I am so grateful that I get to spend so much time with you and it's as though we like live next door even though we don't. But I just like sometimes forget that you're like, you just have such a fucking like, well, I don't forget, but like, I don't know. When we're doing like daily life, you know, we have our deep drop-in moments for sure, which is why I like love our friendship. We have full range, full spectrum. It's not often we get to sit down and go into like this deep of things and so... Thank you for being here. And where can people connect with you, learn more from you, be inspired and educated by you, and 
also learn more about Clarity Lab, yeah. retreats. You have so much coming in 2024. Oh, so excited for so 2024. Much. It's been fun. I feel like 2022 was accepting that I was going to be a student again. So 2022 mm. for me was all about like learning and mastering as much as I could this craft of breathwork. And I trained with Awaken Breathwork with Hella Weston and Lucas Mack. If anyone's interested in going through a training yourself, you're welcome to look them up because they're, I can only speak the highest of them as mentors. And then 2023, I feel like was about kind of building a foundation and like getting my bearings and also not being afraid to be seen in the work that I'm actually most interested in. Um, and like really sharing that with my family and you know people who are maybe a bit more conservative and aren't as like open and comfortable with this work but they're willing to like learn and ask questions and that's super dope 2024 just has a a different frequency to it so i'm excited for everything that's coming if you want to explore breath work at sort of a do your do it what is it would that be like do it at your own pace yeah do it at your own pace kind of vibe then you can check out my membership it's called clarity lab and there are dozens of virtual breath work and somatic practices in there at all different lengths for all different themes the latest one that i just dropped in there well not the latest but one of the latest that is so fire and it was inspired by you emily oh it's the mini journey that's right yeah, so it's a mini journey, and there's a whole guided soundtrack. It's a super freaking vibe. Like, y'all have to so go dope. try it out. There's a free trial. If you want to go, click the link to my Instagram and check out the free trial. You're welcome to. Um, and then, oh, what else? This year, There's we've got so much happening. Retreats, immersions. If you want to learn more about some of the research that's popping off in the psychedelic landscape, you can go to my Instagram page and I'll be talking about that more as well this year. There's just lots. One-on-one work. I highly recommend, actually, if you know that you're in need or like you feel excited by the idea of deep therapeutic work in a way that works for you and what you're ready for, then definitely reach out, send me a message, and we can talk about the three-session and six-session one-on-one packages that I offer for breathwork journeys because that's just going to be so much more effective for you than the do-it-yourself membership but both options are available yeah and I will say like I'm like beyond being Claire's friend like literal like customer of hers (laughs) like I like I am in Clarity Lab I've done journeys with her like you were my first member in Clarity Lab. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, did, I was like hoping I would be, but I didn't know if I would be. Proud friend moment. You were my first cake. Ah! And I was your first Clarity Lab member. That's so cute. Oh, I love this for us. Anywho, I can just say the only highest regard for Clarity Lab and Claire's personal work. And I'm not, I mean, I'm biased, but I'm also unbiased. <laughs> so definitely check them out. Not to mention her Instagram is just like full fire aesthetic. And so much educational, like, I swear every time she posts, I'm like, where is this coming from, dude? You've been holding out on me. It's from breathwork. Yeah. Those clarity moments. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you all for listening. Go check out Claire. Wait, share your Instagram. Did you share it? Oh, my Instagram is Claire, C-L-A-I-R-E dot O-L-L-I-L-A. That's my last name, Claire dot Olilla.
the dopest last name. Okay, thank you all for listening. You can follow us on the gram, catch more of our fun and adventures.